Well, there, hello there, everyone. Welcome to the NDC Savings Club radio show. And again, everyone, this is the NDC Savings Club radio show hour. And that great song, again, if you guys get a chance to listen to it, is Wake Up Everybody by Harold Marvin and the Blue Notes. And that went all the way back to 1975. I really you know, love that song. Because it, it kind of talks about politicians and businessmen and doctors to wake up to the reality. And a lot of us are beginning now to wake up to that reality. And, and thanks so much for the Internet. And, it's, and all of us sharing information and great stations like PRN, uh, great uh, things that are out there helping disseminate information out there to people. So again, we're, we're kind of in a space right now to start wakening up. And the reason for it is because a lot of stuff is happening all around us. Um, on the political aspect of it, on the spiritual aspect of it, and there's a lot going on all around us. And by the way, everyone, uh, I am your host, Alex Acuna. And what the NDC Savings Club is, is a website, a directory that you can go to, and it's absolutely for free. We can go to, again, ndcsavingsclub.com, and you can look around for ways to help you save money on health care. And that's the whole premise, that's the whole concept of the Savings Club, the ndcsavingsclub.com. Please share this with your friends, family, and neighbors, and let them know that here's a resource, a, a directory that people can go look around and help them save money on health care since uh, health care is so expensive. Let's say you want to save money on MRIs. You want to have a dental vision plan. You want to learn about saving money on glasses. You want to know about diabetic. You want to know about senior services. Well, this is what the NDC Savings Club is all about. You can uh, go to it. There's nothing to sign up, not, you know, nothing to join, nothing to pay for. It's just a free resource, a website that you can go and look around. And what's even nicer is that a lot of the programs, like say on glasses, on dental care, on MRIs, blood work, on coupons, uh, things that you would need, I've done shows on it. And I've spoken to the company owners and the spokespersons for those, for those companies. And you can learn about it. And if you have any questions, you can go to the website or you can contact them. They all have 800 numbers that you can speak with them and also go right to the website and browse and look around and see how the Savings Club is able to help you save money. I also mentioned that you came from us from the Savings Club, and a lot of times they have these special bonuses or uh, added uh, services for you guys as a member of the NC Savings Club. So, again, let them know that as well. So again, as you can see here, it's kind of uh, really a nice program to help people save money. And since it has to deal with health care, um, I'm 
continuing on this whole new series called the 36th Flow of Energy Systems. And again, what is these flows of energy systems? Well, maybe you want to learn about, you know, how does energy flow? You know, and then, and again, it has to do with healthcare. Believe it or not, uh, we're also on the outer aspect of it, also in the inner aspect of ourselves. And energy flows through us, much like a circulatory system, the blood flows through us, a respiratory system, the oxygen flows through us, a nervous system, the you know, electrical pulses go through our system. Why not energy? And again, that's what this whole series is about. It's all about the flow of energy. Uh, some of the topics, and I say 36 of them, here's some of the topics on chiropractic and how does chiropractic mean with energy flow. Magnet and biomagnetism, how, how does that work? What about acupuncture? You know, how is that a flow of energy systems? Shigan, that's mostly uh, out there in the eastern, and how does Shigan, it's a flow of energy as well. Also, it's on, outside of us, in auras. Now you want to learn about auras. What about the chakras? There are, are these seven points, mostly what we recognize within along the perimeter of our body. These are chakras. You also have like energy meridians, and maybe you want to learn about crystals. How can they help? And you have here reflexology. You know, how, how does that able to help? Uh, reflexology is using the feet. Uh, the hands, and also the ears, and there are points along the body that you can massage, and it it connects right to your spinal cord, and the spinal cord is connected to all your organ systems. So again, there's, there's, these are shows that I've already done on, and I have uh, guest speakers talking about it. So again, as you can see here, it's a whole resource here that much we're able to save you money on health care, this is to help you on your, on your energy body. So again, these are some of the topics that, um, that I've talked to and done shows about. And again, uh, I've done it on Chinese medicine. Um, there's going to be shows coming up on massage therapy. We're on healers, on Ayurvedic medication. Uh, we're going to have it on homeopathic. We're going to have it on naturopathic. We're going to have shows on sound and music, you know, and how these vibrations, these frequencies, how you're able to de deal with that with, within your spirit, within your body. We're also going to be dealing with color, color therapy, structuring water, uh, geometric shapes, feng shui, and uh, electromagnetic uh, frequencies and pollution that's out there. Uh, astrology, uh, we're going to be looking into psychics, uh, numerology, alchemy. What about life after death? What about ghosts? What about UFOs? You know, how is, how is all this related to energy and money and luck? And so as you can see, these are pretty interesting topics that we're going to be tapping upon. And I, I haven't seen a series like this anywhere. So again, this is 36 uh, a part series. And each week we'll have a different one of these energy systems. Uh, in the past, we've done it on yoga. We've also done it on Reiki. 
So again, as you can see here, we're you know going along this large list of 36 energy systems. So now you can have access to it right to the NDC Savings Club, and you can go right to the top there in the NDC Savings Club, and there's a button there that says Radio Shows, and you can click on it, and it's archived there. Also, you can go definitely go into prn.fm, look at the Endacy Savings Club, and all the shows are also archived there on Podbean. So again, um, share this. Please share this with your friends, family, and neighbors, and let them know that there's more to reality, more to life than what's in front of you. So again, um, what's interesting about that, a lot of these modalities or treatments or energy systems has helped out people, even from life-threatening death, you know, illnesses or definitely enhancement of their, of their well-being. So again, you, you definitely want to look into them. And also, we give you the websites and the people to contact if you're interested in these modalities or these treatments or these services, you know, contact them and let them know that you heard about us, you know, you, you heard about it through us, through the NDC Savings Club and with me with Alex. So again, it's a service. I, I think that it, it needed it. I can't wait for it to be done. You know, 36 part. I think we already done like uh, 13 or 14 of them. So we're you know, hopefully almost halfway through to them. And um, and again, keep an eye on it. Keep you know, keep listening to them. And definitely, again, please share it with your friends, family, and neighbors, and let them know there's other ways you know that people can help uh, heal themselves or or better enhance themselves through these energy systems. Um, what's coming up at, at the uh, half hour show? At, at uh, about 20 minutes or so from now, is we're going to have our show on meditation. And that's going to be very interesting. That's going to be hosted by me and Rose Filonarmo. And again, uh, she did the show the week before on yoga. And that was pretty interesting how yoga, and I'll, I'll do a quick recap on yoga. But we're going to be talking how yoga kind of prepares the path or prepares the space for meditations. So, again, Rose is a founder and co-director of Angel Light, which is a consulting and healing center in out in North Carolina. So, again, she's been doing this now for over 15, 20 years. And everything to do from yoga, you know, to meditation, to spiritual development, and all kinds of angelic realms, uh, entities that are out there in healing and practicing energy. So he has a really good grasp on this, and uh, it's really nice that uh, she understands the whole concept of yoga and how uh, it it. it that it evolves into meditation. And again, maybe a lot of us weren't aware of that, that yoga, a lot of us here in, in the West, in the U.S. and all, westernized you know, people, 
we believed that yoga was just doing poses, breathing, and having a certain posture and all. That has nothing to do with yoga. Yoga is a whole other conceptual thing. To And what's sad is that a lot of teachers, you know, they, they mostly focus on one aspect of yoga, on, on certain postures and certain you know, configurations, contortions of the body, which that's not what yoga is about. And again, please listen to the show before, you know, on yoga, how it is and, and how we've been, I guess, um, you might say, distracted from the truth. And where yoga strengthens up the body, loosens up the energy, unblocks the energy flow, so where you can start having meditation come into you from the higher realms. Now, that's the kind of the concept of meditation. It's from the higher realms, uh, maybe you want to call it spiritual or within you, God spirit, universal spirit, whatever you want to call it, the higher realms, and that energy to higher frequency where you have to be calm and be quiet. And that's where this higher energy will come uh, from above our heads and, and filter down through our being, going through you can look at it as going to the top of the head and filtering down like water cascading down and going through the chakras, going to the energy meridians and fulfilling you and you to being exposed to maybe a higher truth out there. And that's what yoga does. It helps you open that up. And we'll talk a little about that with Rose and, and get into this whole concept of yoga and meditation. And like I said, today's show would be on meditation, which is pretty interesting how, you know, people don't realize that meditation is more of a higher consciousness to tap into higher entities, higher energy that's out there. So again, um, you know, definitely let's, let's look forward to that. So again, as you're beginning to see, the NDC Savings Club it's much more than just regular saving money, which is great on health care, you know, but also doing it on, on a spiritual realm, on the body realm. So then this way you can have a, a, a more balancing of yourself and expose to yourself to other possibilities. And again, this is what this whole uh, series is all about. Thinking of... You know, as, as you might, like I mentioned before, you wanted to learn about reflexology. You know, how, how does that help you? Um, you know, uh, the rubbing of the feet and, and the different energy points and energy uh, uh, acupuncture points within the feet. How did, would that detoxify? How would that calm you down? You can listen to that show. Uh, again, we've done shows on magnets, how magnets, you know, how you can sleep on magnetic mattress pads or use magnetic fields to help you in healing and to bring it in circulation and, and to do get away from pain and inflammation. So again, as you can see, this all has to do with healthcare, chiropractic. You know, how does chiropractic help you? It's on a skeletal level, you know, on a skeletal level where you know our, our bodies, you know, jam up, and we're we're not as as uh, 
mobile as we used to be in our you know generations past. A lot of us are sen- sanitary. We sit around and don't move around in front of a computer. And how is that jamming up your bones and all? And how is that messing up the 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 conductivity and then the nerves, you know, for the energy to flow? And how you can you know crack the the, the bones and stuff and release these clog up of energy within the bodies. That's what chiropractic would definitely help. Uh, acupuncture. Uh, acupuncture, again, is the flow of energy and how us, by not thinking about it or just being, sent, you know, sitting around, also how can that clog up and how acupuncture can help unclog. Look at it as a stream, you know, and you have beavers and beavers, you know, dam up the... Uh, you know, the the stream and the stream gets you know cloudy and and doesn't get any oxygen because it doesn't have any flow and then the stream dies and inside all the little animals and fishes stuff they die because the the stream becomes stagnant because of the dam with the beavers so you're able to unblock the dam then the river is able to flow the stream is able to flow and then you you have life going through it so again everyone you know blockages much like we're beginning to understand, and uh, on, on Gary No's show, he talk, he's been talking a lot about inflammation. And again, that's clogging up when something inflames, it clogs up. So you can look at it on a physical level, we have a lot of inflammation, and on the energy level, we have a lot of clogging up of energy. And all these... Uh, therapies or modalities that I'm, that I'm doing the show on, chi energy and, and shigan and auras and chakras, this is all kind of a clogging up of our energy system. And how do you go about unclogging up this energy? And, and again, you can go back into the archives and listen to it. Now, today's show, we're going to be talking about meditation and that's going to be interesting because then how do you tap into your higher self higher consciousness so again and that's also a flow of energy so again as you can see here the whole concept here is having energy flowing so again it it makes a difference within us that we have to understand that these modalities are real and just because Western society takes them um, decades to centuries to come to realize something doesn't mean that you guys, you know, would take advantage of it and learn about it and and use it for yourselves to help yourselves. And hopefully you'll be able to share this with other people. And and what's interesting now with this whole thing with the with the opening up and being aware. I don't know if, uh, but you, everyone's been noticing though, there's more of an awareness now than ever before. Uh, what's interesting that as I'm doing this show, I'm talking to, again, all these different people, you know, uh, like I mentioned before, my 36 flows of energy. And we're all beginning to come to the same realization that something is opening up. The, the human, you know, human race is beginning to 
be awoken. They're beginning to uh, see, you know, more in reality. Like the song says, wake up everyone. That's happening. I think that from me speaking to these people and myself and, and seeing, it all started, it was like a slap in the face to wake us up at 9-11, you know, going back, you know, back then in 2001, that was kind of a, a, a wake-up jolt, a slap in the face to wake up people. And from there, we knew that, you know, the world wasn't right. And slowly, we're going through our traumas right now. And if, you, if you're beginning to see, it's progressively getting worse. It's like, if you look at it, it's like a snowball on top of the hill. And in 9-11, 2001, the snowball got jerked forward. And now the snowball is rolling down the hill, picking up more and more energy and more and more power. And the sad thing is more and more destruction. And it's beginning to destroy a lot. And, and, and true destruction makes you, it forces you to change. I mean, a lot of us are awoken, but many more are not awoken. But through this destruction uh, that happened in 2001, in 9-11, the ball rolling down the hill, this destruction, it's beginning to force people to look at other options, beginning to wake them up and look at you know what's going on also on the planetary system, on the planet itself. We have to... And I do talk about this on other shows, especially at the beginning of this year. And it seems like I'm talking more about it, that there's going to be more destruction. It's going to be more things happening, not good things. And weather patterns and, and uh, you know, flooding and tornadoes and hurricanes and earthquakes. It, it, it's all part of this wakening up. And you have to start preparing and put things in place uh, as these forces come among us and and, and on top of us. So there, there, there's there's a lot of a wakening up that that that's beginning to happen. So uh, again, I, I mentioned, you know, have at least two or three months worth of uh, water and food, just in case, uh, heat, definitely, uh, I suggest a, a kerosene heater, I have it, you know, because again, you never know, it could be 10 below zero and you have no heat, uh, that's horrible, uh, of course, keep the kerosene outside, uh, but at least you, if something does happen, because again, it's crazy storms, ice storms, you know, frozen storms can wipe out, you know, the electricity. Let's look outside our house and you look at all these poles and you look at all these phone lines and all and all these power lines. You know, there's crazy storms and wind and ice. Literally, we could be without electricity 
for weeks, two or three weeks or more. And then what would you do? Uh, start making plans with family, your loved ones or friends in case stuff happens. And, you know, just in case, start, you know, talk about it. You know, talk about that with people. And again, like I mentioned, have the kerosene heater just in case. If you need it, it's there. You can go to the Home Depot, a lot of these other places you can buy these kerosene containers. And they're not that expensive, and you'll have it there just in case something happens. But there, there, there is a lot happening. Um, even look at our, our political, you know, now with Donald Trump. And uh, this is the Republican, you know, uh, sector. And, you know, and this is middle-class white America. They're beginning to wake up and say, you know what, everything is it's not, it's not safe. Things are happening. And we left it to our politicians to do stuff for us. And again, everyone, for me, they're both the same, and we know that. Both the Democrat and the Republican, they're just the same side of the coin. You know, there, there is no difference between both of them. And what have they done for us? And and it, what's interesting that you're beginning now to see, you know, like Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders are saying different things that, you know, people are feeling. The vibration, the energy is out there that, you know, things are happening. So, and again, it's part of what I mentioned you know, that uh, that snowball rolling down the hill. And as the snowball rolls down the bit hill, the snowball gets bigger. We've seen cartoons of that, you know, when you have a snowball and you roll it down the hill, the, the snowball rolls, it gets faster, and then the snowball gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And its path, everything that stands in its path, starts getting destroyed. But... Again, as people look at things of destruction, yes, it's horrible and it, it's not good for the for the poor people who have to survive the destruction. But what destruction does gives you the opportunity to grow new, gives you the opportunity to maybe change the way what you thought. So you you definitely. You know, there is positiveness to it. And a lot of us can definitely sense with that or vibrate with that or definitely understand that, that a lot of us who have been through situations and traumas and destruction and stuff, if you look at it afterwards in time, you come to realize that, you know, the traumas, destruction, everything that you went through was kind of a blessing, it kind of made you stronger. It made you be more than what you were. So it, it, it's it's really a positive, you know, thing. And again, like I'm mentioning, something is happening, you know, in the universe, and also to ourselves, all around us. And I look at it again as as that snowball rolling down the hill and pick it up more and more steam and getting bigger and destroying more but again also you can look at it it's opening up more the consciousness so again you know as, you, as you're beginning to hear this is all part 
of this awakening that's happening, you know, within ourselves and from outside ourselves. So again, it's a positive note. So, so again, everyone, um, you know, I, I keep talking about that. It seems like this year I'm kind of throwing out that message out there. There's a lot happening. And people are beginning to sense it. People are beginning to understand that. And we're trying to give options to get people to help them, you know, endure or deal with these circumstances. So, again, talking about all this, about wakening up and all, maybe we would need a way that we can tap into the universal energies that are out there or the cosmic energies or the internal energies or the spiritual energies that are out there. And that's where maybe meditation will come in. And I think this is a good segue to our special guest. Uh, Rose, are you on the phone with us today? Oh, yeah, Alex. Uh, great to have you on the phone, Rose. Um, as you sort of heard, um, I'm talking about that things are happening all around us within us, meaning that uh, within ourselves, that we're beginning to see things are wrong, especially right now, especially in the media and all that, and looking at this pre- presidential race and what's happening with Bernie and what's happening with, you know, with uh, Trump and even with Hillary and how, how everyone knows, you know, things are going on, and also outside of us, you know, in reference to the climate and even even personal to our jobs and all. So there's a lot happening. And you and I have talked about this, right, Rose, that, I mean, something, and you mentioned, and please mention on that, because we're going to be talking about meditation and how that can help you maybe deal with some of the situations. But you mentioned something before, that our galaxy is being aligned. Please talk about that. Well, um, I I, I assume you're referring to the um, center of the galaxy, our alignment with the the Milky Way in the center of the galaxy, which implies or, or tells us that this is a heightened period of time in which the cosmic energy flows um, from the, say, the mother energy or the center of the universe comes towards this planet and uh, this universe and quickens everything. There's a quickening happening. So things are speeding up. We all kind of sense that uh, time is, is moving quickly, but we feel that or we experience that speeding up um, internally as a increase of the frequency, a vibrational inc- increase. And so we're being, we're being triggered or catalyzed, really, uh, uh, tuned, if you will, like a, like a musical instrument, this planet is uh, it, the planet itself resonates to the Schumann resonance, which is a theta frequency. You know, we have these different brain wave frequencies, which we'll talk about in a minute with regard to meditation, but we're quickening in terms of our spiritual evolution. So humanity now is taking a leap in its evolutionary development, which means that each one of us has a responsibility then to tune into those energies, we, we sort of like, uh, we're like a battery. We are uh, um, electrical beings. We're energy beings more than anything. 
and we have all these sensitivities, these antennae, antenna throughout our nervous system, which taps into these frequencies. And so we channel them unconsciously or consciously, depending upon where we're at with regard to understanding the energy. Yoga helps us in that, but yoga is preliminary to meditation. What yoga does is it calms the body, it brings peace to the body, brings a quiescentness, so that the soul then and the mind can settle down as the body settles down, and that the soul can come to the fore. It can be present, and it can relax and allow the inner fight, the inner higher energies from the higher worlds, from our divine world that's anchored in us, in our heart center, in our head centers, primarily, and that um, is channeled from our higher self, say, our guardian angel, our solar angel, it really doesn't matter what you call it, but this higher part of us pours into us. And as we meditate, the act of meditation is like an, a prayer. It's a striving. And those who are ready inside for higher development, for understanding their spiritual nature for unfolding their soul, which we all really should be on the cusp of at this time because of the quickening of the evolutionary period that we're in. When there's a striving, then we are ready to meditate. And of course, as we strive and reach for those higher realms, those realms of beauty, those realms of perfect abundance, of, of crystalline energy, of clarity, of a higher love than we have maybe been able to experience. When we reach for that, that very reaching acts as a magnet and it attracts the higher forces. And the higher forces come into us and speak to us. It speaks to us through energy, through life pouring into us, through peace coming over us, through little triggers inside the subtle body. You can feel things, heat, um, tingling, awakenings in the body, light pouring into the head. You see it, you feel it, and you feel more joyful. So all these things are where we're headed. Meditation's a big part of it because in order to access the divine, we must settle down and go within. That's where we access the divine, is through yeah. within us. But so meditation... Rose, but what's interesting, what's interesting, though, and that's how I started off, uh, like maybe 10 minutes before the, with the show with you, is that I, I made the metaphor of, of a snowball on top of the hill, and you roll it down, and you see how the snowball just keeps getting bigger, and it, it picks up more speed, and everything in its way is being destroyed. So, I mean, we can all see the metaphor of that. Uh, maybe some of, some of, some of us will be maybe looking for that, but in, in reference to that metaphor with the snowball, it's doing destruction. And maybe that's the universe destroying things for people, for them to, again, it's the universe doing stuff for people to wake them up, to say that whatever you value, whatever you had, that doesn't mean anything. What's more valuable is within the spirit and what you feel inside of you. So, I mean, is that also of it? I mean, or I'm just saying that it's, it's, we're beginning to sense it, or we're being forced to. A lot of the population now is, is being forced to be awoken 
to this reality of a higher conscious and higher energy. Yes. It's very well put with the snowball analogy. The snowball is, say, the light energy, and the snowball rolling down the mountain is gathering force. And that's really what's happening. The planet is gathering force, it's gathering energy, and the energy plays upon our vehicles, our bodies, our emotional bodies, our mental vehicles. And so if we're not working with the energy, cooperating with what's happening, then, of course, we're going to be observing and experiencing the, the, de- the deterioration, destroying, as you put it. But what is being destroyed? You're, you're mm-hmm. speaking very well that the illusion, the attachment, the things that are not real, they're temporal. This, re- this physical reality mm-hmm. is temporary, you know? And so if we're attached to it, well, then the soul lingers here for eons. <laughs> and here we are in this day and age, it's time to graduate. <laughs> this humanity is saying, okay, we've had enough of this. We're, mm-hmm. we're ready for the next level, the next grade, the, the graduation. And mm-hmm. so the graduation takes place through detaching from the physical world. And, you know, through the difficulties that we go through, what it does, is it calls upon us to reach deep within within ourselves, to call upon the soul forces within ourselves. So when we struggle, when we're in pain, when everything we've been attached to is dissolving, we have to reach for something. What do we what do we innately, intuitively know that will help us? The force inside of us, the deep mm-hmm. soul power and the knowingness that this is transitory, that there's something greater being born in the midst of the destruction. Something mm-hmm. much greater is being born. And that's where we also need to keep our focus, not really so much on the destruction, because the destruction's an appearance. It's a transitory phase. Mm-hmm. What's really going on is the building up, the unfoldment of the divinity. We're actually trying to make a heaven on earth. And so... You know, when we look at meditation, we say we look at the average person who doesn't even know about meditation. They don't know who they are. They may look at the world, walk out into nature and take a walk, and they enjoy to a degree the sunshine. And they still think of the physical world as uh, inanimate, you know, reality, that it's uh, not conscious. Compare that to the spiritual person who has meditated for years, and they know. They sense the life in them. They can see the life, not only glowing in the trees, but they can feel it in the ground, and everything is alive, and they know they're connected to it. Everything's alive for them. The wind, the rain, the clouds, the stars. It's it's the difference between someone, say, metaphorically living in poverty conditions in a third-world country to those living on a yacht or living in, in, in unbelievable luxury. That's the difference in the quality of the experience for one who takes upon themselves their unfoldment seriously and their spiritual development. They will live in a different world altogether because mm-hmm. their, their inner soul forces, their faculties for perceiving and experiencing are so much more rich than yeah. those who look at the earth and think it's an inanimate object and you know, we can cut down the trees and blow off the mountaintops, and, it, you know, they don't feel it. The, the plants and the earth doesn't feel a thing. And it's, mm-hmm. there's a complete divergence in those two points of view. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I mean, great, great put there, Rose. Um, what, what I wanted to now start getting into meditation. I mean, most people, I, ha- I guess, they have to deal with the whole concept of the chattering mind. That means the mind that doesn't shut up or the distractions of, you know, having the phone and looking at YouTube and going on Facebook. And then, I mean, it's really horrible how I I see younger people, younger kids, they're dating and stuff or even, you know, even adults right now. They're, They're all on their phones, never paying any attention to each other. They're not even talking to each other. They just look at each other once in a while. So that this is all part of this huge distraction, like the chattering mind. Also, the wandering mind. It wanders all over the place, here, there, that way, static. Like there, and and basically, there's no, there's no ground, you know, groundedness. You know, there's no, you know. Uh, being you know grounded to reality and having the quiet mind. How, how would first of all, I mean, it seems like to me that yoga it's like the the the, the detoxification of the, of the kind of the body and the spirit to start now absorbing the the higher consciousness of meditation to a higher level to come inside of you. Well, yes, it's um, again, it's calming the body and the mind and so much enough that you are able to then focus on the inner world. See, everything is a balance. We can't just focus on the outer world and get lost in it. When we do, we diminish our consciousness. When we relegate our, our time and our energies to a two-dimensional reality um, or three-dimensional reality and not, not unfold our greater faculties, our potential, we live in a little box. Our identity is narrowed. Our sense of experience is narrowed. You know, just like if people where we talk about people texting, and that's how they communicate, say, primarily, as opposed to meeting face-to-face and, and feeling the warmth of their bodies and their energies and their, seeing their expressions and the tone in the voice and so forth. There's a difference in the fullness of that experience. So humans are actually kind of being trapped into this technological world, which in some ways you get more information, it can be useful, but it is a tool, and in other ways it can limit the human being. So everything is a matter of balance. Take the good in all things. Um, As far as meditation is concerned, you know, the, the beginning stages of meditation are obviously being peaceful and calm, and then concentration, which is the first phase of meditation. When you concentrate, you build an energy. Normally, the mind is focused in a brainwave frequency called beta, which is, you know, busy mind, very active mind. And that frequency is not the frequency we go into when we meditate. When we begin to concentrate, the mind settles down. It becomes one-pointed. And it's very much like the mind is very dull, say, compared to a flashlight very dull flashlight, it's all spread out and diffused. But when you begin to concentrate, the mind becomes focused like a laser beam, and it becomes powerful. And so the mind is a little bit of a fire. It's like our spiritual nature is a fire. So when you meditate, you're actually catalyzing a fire within you, and the mind becomes very powerful, so you can penetrate into understanding the deeper nature of things. Say you meditate on a flower or a seed 
or, or the sky or the uh, quality of beauty or something, say you take a seed thought and you meditate on it, then you penetrate into that thought, to the, the sub-reality, the substrata, the, um, the ground of being. You're actually going for the ground of your being, your essence, your soul. And so when you reach that level, you actually begin to um, handle and experience those energies that come into you, they unfold from within you. So now you're growing your psychic energy. You know, you, we talk about people who have magnetism and so forth, and people are attracted to that, or people who are very loving and they glow or they're powerful. Well, all that comes, that and creativity too, comes from meditating. Because you're tapping into your divine self, which is creative, which is powerful. So then we move from concentration into contemplation. That's the next phase where the intuition's developing and you're, you're actually experiencing the energies of which we just talked about, say the energy of joy. If you need that in your life, you meditate on that and then you find that it just starts coming into you, flowing from within you. Then you understand it more deeply. Your soul speaks to you in a way. The next phase would be absorption. You're, you become absorbed into your soul. You're detached from uh, identifying with the body. You may not even feel your body because you're immersed in this higher realm, these higher worlds where your soul abides. And that's blissful. That's joyful. That's very creative. And then the universe gives you is very quickly much information. In a flash, you can see things. You know things. You know who you are. You connect with all life around you. There's no longer the barriers of separation in your mind or your heart between you and another being because you see past the appearance of their body and their personality. You see straight to their soul, their spirit. And that's where humanity is heading, into this unity consciousness of oneness. But it can only unfold if you discover it first within yourself. So in other words, this personal meditation we take upon ourselves for our own spiritual development is the thing that we all need to do when we're ready in order to come into a unity consciousness where we see the spirit, the living essence in all things, then we won't harm the planet and we won't harm each other and we will begin to start creating a heaven on earth. That's our goal, mm -hmm. is to rise and become the spiritual beings we actually are not the identities that we've taken on and all the false beliefs that we've, you know, that have, you know, because when we were little, when we were children, we were much more who we actually are before we were overlaid with all the conditioning, <laughs> all the false beliefs, all the programming. We have to undo all of that, and meditation does that for you. It, it's the fire that burns. It burns the trash. It burns the disillusionment. It burns the suffering, it burns the false beliefs, and the false attachments. Mm -hmm. what, what's interesting with all that, uh, Rose, is that um, when you come to those stages, you become things. You, you, you vibrate with them. You become them, either be with animals or trees or other people because you're able to become them. You know, it's not, you know, being, you know, going through them, but become them. And you can feel, and you can, you know, feel their their happiness or their anguish or their sadness, you know, or their horrors they went through. 
and you're able to sympathize, you're able to be with them and and, and understand, like you, you become fluent with them. And, and that's also happening, you know, even with our planet, you know, the things are happening right now. I mean, do, do, do you believe that um, even what the planet is going through now, it, it's kind of also a vibrational wake up for humanity, right? Oh, yes. She is, she's taking what, what you would call an initiation. The mm-hmm. earth itself is taking an initiation. What does that mean? Well, some people say it's like a near-death experience. The earth is going through a near-death experience. And we can readily observe. Yes, there's mass animal deaths throughout the world. There's unbelievable happenings upon the earth. And yet, there's also within, as we talk about the destruction, within that, there's also the rebirth. There's a birthing taking place as well. So mm-hmm. the initiation is moving to a higher level of frequency, a higher level of being. And as you spoke so well about being able to become something, suppose you meditate on the essence of life and you start seeing beauty. Suppose there's a bird outside your window and you meditate on the sound of the bird and that sound comes into you deeply as joy in your meditation. Well, when you take that and you feel that inside of you, you become that. And when you become that, then you can see it in others. If you become beauty inside of yourself, if there's a beauty unfolding inside of you, then you're able to see it in the outer world. That's how it works. It doesn't work the other way around. If we didn't have beauty within ourselves, we wouldn't be able to perceive it in the outer world. Mm-hmm. But what you and I are talking about here is an expanse of, of consciousness, a richer experience, so that when you can identify with the animal that's suffering or someone who's joyful and getting married, when you can feel their joy and empathy, your whole world has expanded. Now you're not one isolated, separate little being on this planet. You're a part of it all. Mm-hmm. And in that, there's an exhilaration, there's a bliss, there's a joy. Mm-hmm. That's expanding your spiritual being, moving into your spiritual being, being lifted up into the oneness of it all. Mm-hmm. How, how would, um, Rose, how would a person start maybe their journey or start learning how to meditate? What, what, what should they start with? You start with where, where you're at. You ask yourself, why? Why do I want this? And as you tune into your feelings, which in this society has been largely suppressed, but if you can tap into that and connect to your longing, that longing contains striving. Because the inner you know there's something higher. There's something beautiful. After all, we came from it. Our spirits came from it before we were born. We had that as little ones when we were children. So then we long for that state of sweetness, of light, of joy, of abundance for all, of no fear, of peace. And that as you feed the fire, that longing as you connect to the divine through meditation, through aspiration, aspiring to higher things, as you read spiritual material and gather with other spiritual beings, as you begin to walk your path, however you're led, you know? And you have to use discernment. Of course, you have to discern, is this teacher healthy is or do I believe them do I trust them you know you have to you'll develop discernment as you meditate 
So I would say begin with where you're at. Ask yourself why and go with your longing. If it's prayer that guides you, do that. Begin there. Mm-hmm. Begin with a yoga class, with a yoga class where it's a spiritual yoga class, where the teacher is spiritual. Gather those spiritual, you have a book club, have those people around you who are also striving. You have mm-hmm. to keep the flame lit. And one way you keep the flame lit is practice. Having time set aside to meditate, even if it's just for five minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Now, um, they they go with each other. They coincide with each other, yoga and meditation. But it, it seems like here in the Western, the media and the way we perceive yoga is just holding a pose. And a lot of the instructors in yoga, that seems like what they all focus on, you know, and, and which that's not really the truth about yoga. And we did talk about it in our last show, and I definitely would like people to listen to it. But maybe you can talk about that, Rose, how how the teacher, you know, you have different types of teachers, and yoga is the start of it, which brings you into meditation and find the right teacher that knows the, the difference between, you know, holding a pose or your breath in reference to yoga or using yoga to evolve into meditation. So, yes, um, we search for a teacher. Sometimes we're lucky and we're magnetically attracted to the right one right away. If we have an intense prayer that we really are striving and we trust the universe, sometimes that happens. Other times we have to do a little search and find the teacher that is peaceful, that is joyful, that seems to be loving and centered and has an approach where they are sensitive to the student and has the spiritual energetic approach, more of a gentle yoga, inclining towards meditation, maybe has a meditation at the end. So, yes, if you find the right teacher as you search, eventually you'll find a spiritual teacher who will help you, and maybe you'll gather in a group to learn meditation and begin there. Eventually, you will connect with your divine teacher, your over-soul, and there will be an, uh, you will be taught from deep within, through your intuition. You will be taught in many ways, and you will, it, will, it will be unmistakable. You will know it. So the best teacher in the outer world is the one who can lead you gently to your direct teacher in the inner world. Mm-hmm. So yeah, such things that... exist. We are, there are many worlds. There are mm-hmm. many subtle worlds. Uh, We know we have the physical and energetic body, the emotional body, the mental body, and the spiritual body. But these are, they're all many different worlds and and beings um, that inhabit the world. And so as we meditate and we reach into, it is important to strive for the higher world. It's important to strive. It's important to take the time to keep that fire lit. And to meditate, as we meditate, to keep that burning fire there, it will purify the subconscious mind of the pains and the traumas and all the false programming. And what what would be some of the sensations and how would how would someone feel after they go on this journey and they start understanding about meditation? How, how do they feel afterwards, the, after uh, the meditation for themselves? Do they feel blissful? Do they feel like calm? 
you know, uh, like the like the body's at peace and the, and the energy's flowing through the body? Well, you know, it can be different from, from each individual depending upon where mm-hmm. they're at. But oftentimes what people experience initially is a relaxation, a peace, a centeredness mm-hmm. that eventually unfolds as they stay on their path to whatever is happening in their outer world doesn't seem to be as important as to what's happening in the inner world. So suppose they can be going through challenges and difficulties in the outer world, but when the inner world starts unfolding, there's just this inner happiness that seems to pervade everything. And they, they chuckle to themselves and they say, how can this be? I'm struggling financially or this difficulty is happening, and yet I feel this inner joy bubbling up. And that, that makes them trust more their, their journey because mm-hmm. all of a sudden what they thought was supposed to make them happy was, you know, how they were supposed to get happiness was not the thing that was mm-hmm. bringing them the happiness. But the inner well, world is what eventually is bringing someone the joy and the happiness. So those well, are some things. Well, and, then, and then they begin to... Well, Rose, Rose uh, sorry about this, but you hear our music is up. Please tell people oh. how they can go right to your website, which is okay. angellightnc.com. Again, angellightnc.com, Rose. And thank you so much for your time again, Rose. You're very welcome. Hi, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. The world has changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much in